morning, good afternoon, good evening. My name is Marty Plum, and I am your host of a pen and a napkin podcast, the weekly coaching clinic you can carry around with you in your pocket. Welcome to episode, I think for interviews or whatever we call this stuff, this is like 208. But we literally just checked a few minutes ago, and this is the 500th episode of a pen and a napkin. And... Uh, this is this is really awesome. I literally just I just you know you just asked like five minutes ago. And, that's, and, that's why Tom's picking up the check. This that's yeah, why Tom's picking up the check. And, and I could I could think of much better people I could do 500th episode with, but I'll settle for <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Uh, uh, Tom Crable and Mark Kruger. We were uh, this was supposed to be a foursome here this morning. It was supposed to be the four Musketeers. But somebody, and we won't mention any names. Andy Gerlez. Andy Gerlez, <laughs> Papio South, head girls basketball coach. Worn out over two two, over, two, two overtime, overtime games yeah. this weekend, including the longest single overtime in Nebraska <laughs> girls basketball <laughs> history. Uh, they couldn't settle it at four minutes. They had to put on another minute. So, yeah. uh, But no, we are at La Peep. At 120th and Blondo, if you're familiar with Omaha at all, we're kind of in this little back room area all by ourselves, uh, which is really awesome. And uh, no, guys, I, uh, Tom, Mark, I appreciate you guys coming on. I mean, you guys have Thanks been on how, how many times, you know? And, yep. uh, uh, but uh, it's always good to get together. Haven't we haven't been able to see each other? Well, we saw each other at the Creighton game. Yep. Yeah. And but I haven't seen you in two or three months, and yep. and so it's it's always good to get together and. We're having a little breakfast here. <clears throat> Before we do anything, what'd you order for breakfast? Scrambled eggs, chocolate milk. Same thing I always do. Yeah. I'm consistent. You're consistent? Oh, am, I, am I consistent? Yeah, you gotta, gotta be more consistent with moving the microphone closer to your mouth. Well, I might have it on backwards. No, you, no, got, it on, no, you got it on forwards. <laughs> All right. Right there? Yeah, there you go. Check, check. check yeah, check. you're good. All you're right. good now. All right. Kruger? Oh, a little couple pancakes, some eggs, some sausage links. Yeah. Yeah, you got to move that a little bit closer too. Sorry, we forgot to do the mic check before we started here, so yeah. it's all right. Um, amateurs, God darn it. No, it's it's all right. Um, I got some sort of scramble or something uh, like that, so so I'll be the one hit with the angioplasty first here today. So, uh, but uh, no, it is Sunday morning. We are out hanging out here. We're going to talk about some things. It's been a while. So it's it's hard to do in the season to to do the roundtable type of stuff. Everybody's busy and. And uh, but uh, we were going to do this over FaceTime, and yeah. Crable asked, you know, what about breakfast? And I asked him, breakfast in bed? Do you, I mean, do you want me to come over to your house? And, no, morning I mean, breakfast. Just morning breakfast. <laughs> and that's what we're doing here. And our waitress is just bringing in our food right now. I'm sorry, what was your name again? Olivia. <laughs> Olivia is helping us out here this morning. So we're really excited about that. We're going to talk about some things. We'll probably go off in some different directions. Um, just because we're kind of idiots, but that's okay. So um, let's uh, let's talk about your let's let's talk about uh, what you guys are coming off of. Um, we were unable to participate because either we weren't invited, or you know, actually, no, we have potentially we could have potentially played in our conference tournament yesterday, so that's why we yeah. couldn't we couldn't go. So, uh, but uh, prep classic, Tom, you've been doing. Tell us a little bit about the prep classic, the sure. history of 30. it. And, Thirty-third year just finished. Yeah. Um, game. You know, we had more games than we've ever had. Fourteen. Uh, two days. It's usually been one, but now it's two. It, it kind of spilled over to two days. Um, great attendance. 
Um, we had great games, uh, very few blowouts. Everything was very competitive. Um, marqueed by the Millard North, uh, Millard Elkhorn North game, and then the Millard West Johnston game. And girls games. Girls games. And then I, for the Norris boys and the Healing boys, put on a nice show too. Uh, that was a very good game, very close game. So all in all, very successful um, and uh, happy to do it. And we're going to talk to Creighton, and we're going to do it again next year on the same date and start looking for games here very shortly. Yeah. Uh, so it's uh, for folks that don't know, you used to do it out of Boys Town. We used to do it at the Ralston Arena. Yeah. It started way, way back when we were all in high school, I think, at Pershing Auditorium in Lincoln. Okay. And then it came to uh, – the Civic Auditorium, and then it went to Ralston, and now it's kind of found a home at at, uh, at Creighton, mm-hmm. and so very happy to do it. Yeah, awesome. Uh, it takes it takes an army to pull off something like this. It does. It take well. It takes a lot of cooperation from the schools and the coaches, and um, not everybody's willing to play the toughest competition. I kind of talk them into it sometimes. Some coaches are great. Kruger's great about it. He's all, we're already kind of maybe talking things about next year with his squad um so it really um, it it takes time more than it takes a lot of uh, people it's just it just takes time to put these things together um creighton is the one that steps up and provides you know all the people um Mm -hmm. and so that's great from their standpoint yeah um but uh it's just it's a great experience for kids you know i mean i think mark can attest to this that his his girls were um were you know happy to go back and see what a Division One locker room looks like and to be in, a, in an arena setting with a ton of people. Yeah. Um, not everybody on his roster is going to go get to play Division One basketball, so there's experiences for all the kids, um, and that's kind of what we're after. I see that last statement about not all his kids are going to be able to play Division One basketball. That resides squarely on the coaching staff that, that that's the reason <laughs> well, that why that didn't. that might not be the case of oh, Millard, no, Millard West, excuse me. Yes. I've been doing that all weekend. I've been calling yeah, I got, Millard North. <laughs> yeah, you have several times. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry about that. Yeah. Uh, no Kruger. No, but I can, yeah, so this was, our, this was our first time playing in the event, and I'll back Tom up. He did a great job, um, and it was a great experience. Um, even though we did not get a victory, our, our girls had a good time. Um, again, it was a great atmosphere. The crowd was good. The facility is, is perfect for that sort of thing. Uh-huh. Um, and I told him after our game last night, we, we would definitely be in again next year if he'll have us. And, and uh, yeah, it was, it, was, it was a good time. Yeah. Uh, you know, kind of the, the thing for you, you got the opportunity to play a team that you would not normally – schedule not not necessarily because of competition or anything like that it's just two plus hours yes to go for for either one of you to go and obviously you got the the good end of the stick you only had to drive a half hour uh from west omaha to east omaha uh but uh you know it's it's not a normal regular season game that you would be scheduling right and for those again in the area in the iowa area or nebraska here omaha area um we played johnston iowa um who is um, I think that when we played last night, they were they were ranked nationally at, at 15th in the nation. Um, we were at the time undefeated and, and ranked number one in Nebraska, uh-huh. so it was kind of number one, number versus number one. And um, we had a, a big game Friday night, as as they did. Also, they uh-huh. had a big rival game on Friday night, so wasn't a lot of, of preparation that went into it. I mean, 
as coaches, we did our homework and we knew who they were and you know who they could who could play. But um, you know, it was just kind of like, okay, let's roll the ball out and, and play. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was it was a lot of fun. Again, there was a lot of talent on the floor. Um, and like I said, it didn't it didn't go our way, but it was it, it was going to make our team better in the long run. And I think it was it was very entertaining for the crowd. And mm-hmm. yeah, what uh, what were your t- you know like I said you'd been undefeated, but sometimes heavy is the head that wears the crown a little bit, and you never want to lose. But but there's good losses that yeah, you can have it, out there. It, exactly. And, and, and you kind of you had said you know the the metro tournament pretty challenging and then you had a tough game but you know you, you had said earlier in the year we kind of we, we need to be pushed a little bit more yeah and i you know i i told the girls in the locker room before the game i wouldn't have i wouldn't have put them in this game against that team if i didn't think they could compete um and so it was a good again measuring stick for us um and like i said it's it's maybe the best i've been in some state championship games and it's maybe the best teams i've i've ever coached against mm-hmm. um they just they just keep coming and they have everything. They have guards. They have bigs. Um, they're they're just they're just so so good and very well coached. Um, and and like again, we talked after the game. We're, we're going to use it to make ourselves better. Uh-huh. You go back and, and watch the film and what can we do to, to get better when we're guarded in this way and things like that. So all in all, again in, in the in the grand scheme of things, even though we lost, it's it's going to be a win and it's going to make us better. Mm-hmm. Um, how is your how has your seasons gone? And, and Mark, you went to it into it a little bit there, and 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 we'll just you know kind of how have you seen you know since November fifteenth, roughly whenever we started, uh, but how have you seen your your team grow? Um, you know, just you know what's been your greatest area of growth within your team this season? Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me, I have this nagging cough going on, so it's okay. um, I guess. You know, for us at the start of the season, um, and again, for people that, that don't know, we're, we have we have some kids that can play, and we're we're, we're a pretty good team. And early on in our in our season, um, we we weren't challenged a whole lot. Um, we had several blowouts in our in our first few games, which is which is great. You know, it's they're confidence builders. They're you know we were playing, be able to play. I think I think our first five or six games. Every kid I suited up got into the game, um, which you know rarely ever ever happens. And so we talked a lot about to our kids, like you know it's not always going to be easy, and how are we going to handle adversity when we're in a close game? And you know you can try to put them in situations in practice and things like that, but it's just not the same um, until it actually happens. And so um, when we got into our our metro tournament, um, when we that adversity hit. Um, and we were in close games. I was really happy with with how we responded um, and answered the, the challenges there. And um, so that's that's so far to this point. Um, I guess the one thing I would point out is is you know how we how we handled ourselves in those in those tight situations. Um, and again, it's stuff you can you're going to need down the stretch of, of games. <coughs> TK, you've well, you yeah you've had. Uh... Your, your your record is not probably what you would like for it to be, but goodness gracious sakes alive, as John Wooden would say. And I, I got a technical foul at a team camp this last summer for saying that to an official. So every time I say it in practice, I, I you know uh, I, I kind of joke, uh, don't team me up, you know. But uh, um, yeah, for but, those that don't know, you know, we have two seasons. Um, 
pre-Christmas, we did fine. We, uh, we've got a young team. We've got a very talented team. Um, we've got some kids that I think will develop into some high-level players at the next level. Um, but they're young, inexperienced. <clears throat> we had a new young man come in um, right as the season started or after the season started, so we're trying to incorporate him. <clears throat> and um, so we play all the games up until about December 16th. We play five or six games. We were playing very well at the end of, of that little period. Um, beat a good, really good Vermilion team. Beat a good a, a gross team. Beat them up a little bit that particular night um, just by luck. And uh, then we take three weeks off. We don't see each other. We don't pick up a basketball. We go away. And because of some weather and flights and all this kind of stuff, our guys got back late, and we played two games without any practice. So try that. Try <laughs> try going three weeks without playing or seeing each other and then come back and have to play two really good basketball teams. So, you know, where we are from the weekend, I'm very pleased with. Um, and when you, when you go through periods like that, it's basically how clean can you play the game, right? A lot of bobbles, a lot of bad passes, a lot of missed shots, a lot of timing issues, a lot of those kinds of things that we're getting back to normal. Um, we play through the posts a lot. Um, so post-entry passes, where they're supposed to be, the timing of them, all that stuff is practice that in just minutes. You can't, you can't uh, shortchange those processes. you got to get in and practice them before you can really take them to the floor. We're getting better. Um, we played, we didn't shoot particularly well Friday night, lost a close one to a good team. Um, but I feel like we're coming up into our conference tournament this week and we're going to be tough to beat. Yeah. Because those kids are, you can see the the uh, cleanness in their games kind of kind of take shape and form. We're not bobbling as many balls. We're, we're catching things cleanly. We're timing things better. So I'm pretty pleased with where we're at. I think um, all year long our, our uh, kind of our thought process is to be great in February. And uh, I think that's what we're building to. We got about what ten days to February. Yeah, so, I'm, I, I like where we're at. Even though it's felt like February the last ten, yeah, or, 10 or fifteen true. days. So we've uh, <clears throat> we're just we're the same. Where we're extremely young. I mean, we we you know right now basically in our regular rotation, we're only playing one senior and and no juniors. Uh, but the and then we come out. And out of our first five games, four of those teams are ranked. You know, and you're just like, golly, we're you know we're starting two freshmen, we're starting two uh, two sophomores, and and our first you know kind of as this has evolved, you know our first three kids coming off the bench are sophomores. I mean, so we are we are puppies out there. Yeah. And uh, you know our kids came out of that stretch, you know three and two, and I was like. You know, if, if you'd have told me on on November fifteenth, if you would come out of that first five games, if you come out of that three and two, I would have said, "I will take that. I will walk away very happily from the table uh, with that." Um, and, and then we kind of we we hit a little bit of a lull where we just for about a week and a half, we just didn't we just didn't play very good clean basketball. Uh, we just kind of kept having breakdowns. Uh, and again, we played some good teams in that stretch too. That that when we had those breakdowns, you know, they they took advantage of it. And uh, the last two weeks or so, I've really just seen a lot of growth with our kids. Um, you know, our last two games, we've scored over seventy points both games, which is really hard to do in in girls basketball. Uh, you know, at a lot of levels. And 
and uh, now it's it's kind of uh, I don't know how you you guys look at it, but I've always kind of broken up the season into like five parts: um, start of practice to your first game. That's part one, and you got you have your growth and your forming and all that other stuff there, and then. Um, your first game to the holiday break. That's the second segment of the season. And then the third segment, and again, we do things differently in Nebraska here. We have that holiday tournament, okay? So uh, from the holiday tournament, then for us, to the conference tournament. And this week, we have our, uh, starting tomorrow, we have our conference tournament. And then the fourth segment of the season is from the conference tournament to the end of the regular season. We've got about three, three and a half weeks of that. And And then the fifth segment, of course, is the postseason. You know, so we brought this up with our girls before and, and so hey you know monday we start we're we're at our fourth segment here and and we've got a we've got to be ready to continue to take steps forward um you know so I, i'm really proud of our kids i mean they've 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 really embraced our uh philosophy what we've wanted to do um they've been really coachable all season long and you know, I'm just really proud of the way that we've grown because, you know, and again, uh, what I've told m- many of them is we are asking so much of you. You know, you are, you know, we've got a kid that's, you know, we're asking you to score and to oftentimes play the other team's best perimeter defender or to, to guard the other team's best offensive player. So no, not only do we feel like we need, we need you to score on offense for us to be successful, but, oh, yeah, by the way, you've got to guard the other team's best uh, offensive player on the perimeter. You know, things like that, and, and our kids haven't made any excuses, and, and I'm, I'm really, really pleased and happy about their, their growth in that regard. Sure. Yeah. We, um, we, we're, we're, just, we're, we're a different animal. Sure. And uh, so when we talk about seasons and goals and all that kind of stuff, We've got a we we I know we don't break it down into wins and losses and who we're playing because frankly, our guys don't know who we're playing night in night out. We played DC West. Top eight guys couldn't tell you where that school is. They don't know anything about it. They're they're from Baltimore or, or Raleigh or whatever. Um, <clears throat> we talk in terms of our goals, and we break those things down differently in the you know into little boxes. And the first box is is you know do we like each other? Can we play with each other? Um, I had a team last year where a coach told me, you guys don't even look like you like each other. And so our goal this year was, hey, let's love the game. Let's love each other. Let's play. Look, let's look like we like each other. <clears throat> and I think we're, we're getting to that. We've done that. Then once you've accomplished that, we jump into number two, which is our identity. So now what, how do you want to play? We, we have an acronym RAP, Rebound, Attack, Pressure. That's how we play. And so once we kind of buy into that, uh, we talk mental toughness in that in that box as well, and so we now we're getting into the execution part of things. So once we like playing with each other and we like the team and we like doing this, you know, uh, and then once we have an identity, well then we get into the, the the schematic things of things and learning how to play. And we think like if we take care of all those boxes, the winning will take care of itself. And because we're talented, we, it's not like we have a lack of talent or size or whatever. We have all those things. It's the it's the intangible things and in those goals that we have to take care of. And a great I, and I just rewatched the Don Meyer thing. Uh, I think it was on Twitter actually is where I got that. I was listening to it, and I just have pulled this one little thing out that I don't ever talk to our guys, and that's the M and team. And for him, it was motivation. You know, why do you play? 
Are you, you play because you're tall? Do you play because you love it? Do you play because your mom puts you in the game at, at six or seven? Well, we're starting to talk to our guys about some of that stuff in terms of that box number one, loving and liking the team. And it's helped. You know, those guys have to start to think about things that, and talking about things they probably have never talked about in their life. So that's kind of how we approach it. Um, we're not looking at who, what, where, when we're playing. We're just kind of taking care of ourselves internally. Don't steal those crayons, guys, by the way. So, <laughs> um, yeah, Kruger, what are some, some of the things that, you know, <clears throat> since the beginning of the season, what's what's been kind of your one or two big things that you've emphasized with your group? Um, you know, I think one of the things I've kind of had to challenge myself in, with our team this year is kind of taking some different approaches to, to practice. Um, as I was saying, my – my top five and six kids are are really good basketball players, and mm-hmm. so if we if we play against you know our kind of our JV kids and our younger kids, um, sometimes sometimes it's kind of easy. Mm-hmm. Um, they can some I have a couple kids that can kind of score whenever they want to, and so we've had to find ways to make it more difficult. So you know we've done things where we've played we've played five against seven on on both ends of the floor. Yeah. Um, you know, I know a lot of times we've done that. If you're, you know, if you're doing press break stuff, you put six, seven kids out there, and then you know, drop two off when you cross half court or whatever. But we've we've played five against seven on on both ends, um, just to again make things more more challenging and things like that. It forces them obviously to communicate on on defense and um, <coughs> excuse me again. But other other things sometimes I'll tell. You know, I'll tell one of my kids or maybe two of my kids that, hey, we're going to go out, we're, we're playing, but you can't score. You can't score. Um, and the other, the team, you know, the, the JV kids that we're playing against, they don't know that. Um, but again, just kind of trying to make things difficult for them. So in, in games when, you know, my best players are getting locked down and double teamed and hung on and grabbed, then... You know, we have to be able to, to function and do other things when, when things, like I said, aren't aren't easy. Um, so those are some things as a coaching staff we've been talking about trying to find ways to to make it make them better. And when when we first started doing this, it was kind of funny. In practice, one of my one of my girls actually, when I was explaining to them what we were doing, um, one of my one of my girls actually said, "She goes, good, we need this." Um, so. That was kind of a, a realization that, that they realized, you know, too, that they need to be challenged and things. And and then at the same time, from the other end, you hope those young kids that we're playing against in practice that it's it's making them better. Uh-huh. Um, it's never fun to get kind of drilled by your varsity team every day, but yeah. um, but they're again they're playing against some of the the top kids in the state every yeah. day, and so you have to try to keep talking to them and keep their head up that hey, in the long run, this is making you better too. Um, so those are those are some of the things that again we've we faced with with our team this year, uh-huh. um, and again so far I think the results have been pretty good. Yeah, we've really uh, one of the things that I've been thinking about since the spring for us has been, and we actually talked about this the other day uh, with with a few of our kids. <coughs> we're we're young. But we're we're really talented. We've had some kids that have played, especially for a small school, have played a lot of basketball. So, how do you manage 
those standards and expectations of what you know you're capable of doing, but also having that caveat in the back of your head of, but they are in large part a lot of freshmen and sophomores and young kids. And they're really, I mean, we, we had a lot of our freshmen, or our kids that are sophomores now, quite a, you know, most of them played varsity last year, but a couple of them were hurt, you know, this, that, and the other thing. We've had some shifting roles, uh, things like that. Uh, this is the first season it's felt like we're, it's, it's, it's like, truly the, that group together last year just because of a lot of different reasons we weren't really at that point. We, we had a hard time talking about role definition and all those other things because we literally had one day last year out of between games and practices we had like 70 72, 73 days we had one day where everybody was in uniform and healthy out of, out of and, and was it just you know Kruger's out for the year with you know whatever it was nickel and dime here there this that, that type of thing so uh and so you know we play this especially early this t- this tough schedule and okay how do we you know how do we continue to hold them to the standard and here's what it here's the mental focus that you should have to be a, at a varsity level here's this here's that but also you're just trying to figure out where the gym is and what it's like to have your name introduced in the starting lineup or whatever that you whatever that particular player situation is so We've we've worked we've tried to work really hard at that, and we and and, and a word that um, since about mid December we've we've used a lot and will continue to use is what you know Tom was talking about motivation. We, we we've said a lot. What's your joy? What's your reason? Why are you here? You know, find your joy. And we actually had a discussion before one of our games. I just I just said, close your eyes. And remember the first time that you fell in love with basketball. Why are you here? You know, uh, think of that time. And and then I, and then I asked some of the kids, you know, who's who's willing to volunteer? You know, what what can you think of? And we had about four or five kids that stepped up in the locker room, did a great job. You know, some of them said it was as recently as you know, hey, you know, this past summer I just really fell in love with basketball. For some of them, it was well, I was in third grade and I was playing pee wee ball or whatever. You know, I said, okay. Never forget that moment. Never forget that circumstance of the joy that you have because oftentimes we get so locked into the wins and the losses and this and that and the recruiting and the rankings. So it's like, what's our joy? Where's our joy? And I think we've really, really tried to emphasize that as the season's gone so along. So there's a difference between boys and girls. If I said, you know, who's your joy, what's your joy, they say, well, she's in third period English with me. <laughs> so is that what you're talking about? <laughs> So that's not sorry. We but uh, to, yeah, to your point, why are we here? What are we doing? Do you even like being here? Sometimes is a question I ask the guys. Um, but ultimately, that's the that's the fun of basketball, right? It's a process. It's a process for everybody. I don't care who you are, what level you are, what state you're in. It's it's everybody's in that same process trying to navigate the season. Whereas I think football coaches, you know, you only got nine games. You only got ten games. I mean. They got. They can't really. They can't really look at it like long term, like that. Yeah. Building towards the end of the season, which is what we're trying to do. What, which and, and with football coaches, Terman, Terman and I used to talk about this all the time when I was at Scott. Your schedule is the same every week. Mondays we're doing this, yeah. and, and you know it's going to be a little bit tweaked depending on your opponent. But here's our Mondays. Here's our Tuesdays. Like we don't have that luxury. You know we don't. We no, they either, don't. You know. Fo- Football and guys. that's nothing against football no, guys. It's just, just the way they're, it is. They're yeah, like, we're all process driven, but they're really process driven. They don't deviate usually 
from what they're doing when they decide how they're going to do it that's how they do it we're i mean at least we are a lot more flexible day to day and i'll see something in practice and or an assistant will and they'll say hey we better take care of this we better work on this tomorrow or whatever yeah. there's there's so, so many like, more moving parts with us this weekend we played we played a top 10 team on friday night we played you know the 15th ranked team in the nation on Saturday night, and now Tuesday we turn around and play another top five team in the state of Nebraska on Tuesday, and we have a we have a JV game on Monday night. So, you know, how are we going to prepare to play this top five team when eight of our, you know, we're only going to have eight kids in practice because the other eight are gone playing JV. Um, so, you know, that how do you, you know, that's going to be, that's going to be tough to adjustment again that other coaches don't don't necessarily have to deal with or so how do you do that coach Kruger well that's a good question I'm not quite there yet but <laughs> um, I shoot free throws so long <laughs> <laughs> right no but <coughs> like I said with with us we'll you know we'll as coaches obviously we'll we'll watch some film and we'll have some things ready to go for them and and um, we'll talk about you know some of the things they like to the other team likes to do offensively and how we want to guard stuff you know. and um, but ultimately, like I said, after after the big weekend we had, it's get some shots up, um, talk about how we want to guard a few actions, and watch a little film, and yeah. you know, come rested and ready to ready to play, full yeah. of confidence again. And, and, and therein lies the word, right? Rested this time of year. Legs are important, yeah. probably more important than anything, you know, schematically can get into practice. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, but that's kind of where we're at. We're down. We're down to an hour and forty-five in practice. Uh-huh. <clears throat> And then that's 15 minutes of warm-up. So really, uh-huh. they're 90 minutes on the court. Yeah. Even to the point where we're at, where we're still trying to learn and build, and we're probably still two weeks behind some teams. Um, we're still short. We're still shortening things up so they can have their legs and, and try to feel you know, yeah. reasonably yeah. healthy. And after our game last night when we got we got beat in the locker room, like, my girls, God love them, they were like, can we practice tomorrow? <laughs> like, they wanted to practice on Sunday. And I just laughed, and I'm like, you know, hell no. Uh-huh. Um, and they're like, well, why not? I'm like, well, well, first of all, we don't have a gym because there's some <laughs> big music thing. That's another thing. <laughs> usually, the, usually the football field isn't occupied. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. So we don't even have a gym if we did want to practice because there's some big music thing going on at our school this weekend. Um, but I so it's like, no. I said, you need you need the rest. Uh-huh. Um, stay off your feet, and and we'll get back at it on on Monday. But they wanted to come right back, and and we wanted to practice again on on Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. So. We're two months in, roughly. Most most people are, and again, different states are different. Uh, in our situation, in in Iowa, South Dakota, uh, the the upper Midwest, where it's been a balmy. Hey, we're going to get above freezing today, by the way. I, yeah, you know, so that feel like? Yeah. Um, you know, we're two months in. We got a month, roughly, left to go before the postseason really kicks in. Uh, what are you emphasizing? What are you thinking about? Uh, you know, we, we talked about rest. Uh, you know what are what are some other things that you're thinking about with your teams as you as we get down and again in kind of this fourth segment of the season? Uh, honestly, and this is very this is just very specific to our team and situation. I'm trying to trust uh, six and seven more than I am. We have five really good starters and players, but you can't play with five. Not the way we want to play. Typically, not in the boys' game. You're going to get into foul trouble somewhere. You got to have six and seven. I don't trust those two kids right now as much as I should. It's it's hindering our team, and that's that's on the head coach. It's on me. So I'm working, you know, to try and do that as a as just as a personal note. Um, as a team, again, we're just trying to get better defensively, um, trying to install some pressure stuff that 
that we always try to do late in the season. Um, and that's kind of where, and then get better at shooting, passing, dribbling. I think you never lose sight of the fundamentals. Um, and you, you can always get better at those things, regardless of the level of athlete that you are. Um, so we try to do some of that. And, and again, we're shortening practices. We're shortening meetings. We're trying to give them rest. We're trying to give them confidence, uh, kind of building towards that February run. Yes. Um, I think for us, one of the things, kind of just this past week, we started putting a little more time into is things like special situations, you know, side out of bounds and we're down three, uh-huh. you know, what are we going to, we got to, we need to know what we're going to do. Um, full court plays, you know, uh, you know, the old, the old Valpo play or Leitner. Right. Or uh, yeah. So that we, we literally call our full court play Leitner. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So just those kind of things like, Hey, you know, this may, you know, this may win us a big game. It, when, and at the beginning of the year, um, I usually don't worry about those things. You know, if the if the first game of the year we aren't prepared to run a you know to execute a full court four second play, I'm okay with that because I'd rather spend that time on your on your shell drill and your so that that kind of yeah. stuff. So I'm okay with maybe not being fully prepared like that. In the, the, the peak the peak drill. What do you what do you do the most of? Yeah. You know? So are but, you a foul? <coughs> so that situation came with our buddy. Yeah. Did, did, we all have opinions on again, it. Are you again, a, are you again, a foul, the, the, are you a foul the, guy? Are you talking about the buddy that was supposed to be sitting next to me but is <laughs> not here right now? Oh, we should. We, we won't name names, Gerlaz. No, <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> I won't name his name again. So what are you? What's, so, yeah, so what's your this, this came up in a game yesterday. Again, you're up three. You got 12 seconds left in the 12, game, yeah, and, and, uh, and you got fouls to give. Um, and uh, I am I am a foul guy. Um, but at what, at what will, point are I you will, a foul guy at three seconds, at five seconds, at nine seconds? I'm a I'm a foul guy when I'm darn sure they're not going to shoot the ball and get it to be a shooting foul. <laughs> okay. You know, um, so that my, philosophically, I'm a foul guy. But I understand if you haven't practiced it. Yep. If you haven't practiced it, you know, again, it's girls basketball boys basketball they don't always understand you tell them to foul and they just go mug somebody and it's an intentional foul like there's all kinds of things that can go wrong so yeah those are the kind of things we're talking about practicing those kind of situations that you know you get into yourself in a district game or like something that it it could really be the difference between moving on or your season being done Mm -hmm. what do you do you I'm with him. I'm with him that you foul if you've worked on it. Okay. But also, we haven't much, had much of a chance to work on it. So if we were in that, you know, knock on wood, we'll see 30, 32 hours or so from now whether or not we're in this situation. And I hope we're up three with 10 seconds left to go. But what we would probably tell our kids at this point of the season uh, is don't, okay, hey, not, we're not going to let this kid and this kid shoot. You know, face guard them. Don't let them get it. And, and then just move your feet and challenge it. And we're a pretty good defensive team. I, I don't know if we're – we struggle with rebounding sometimes, but we do a really good job. We, we force a lot of turnovers and, and, and things like that. But that's probably what we would do. Now, again, we're talking about situations. You're talking about you're talking about missing uh, time because your kids have the big break at Boys yeah. Town. You know, where we've been, and I don't know how it's been for, for you – with the weather, we, we've lost. We've lost, I think, four practices, and, and of course, 
we, we've only lost one game, but we've lost four practices, and I really want those four practices back so that, you know, now is at the point of the year where we feel like, okay, a lot of our base is put into play here. Can we can we work on, yeah. you know, can we take ten minutes and so go through this concept? Because of our Christmas uh, moratorium yep. and then our weather, we had, we had two games snowed out here this past week. So the, this season so far, twice we've had stretches of two weeks between games. Wow. Two different times. Yeah. And wow. it was just literally it's like starting over. So when we played Friday night, this past Friday night, that was our first game in exactly two weeks. Holy uh, cow. And it was, again, it, we were playing a really good team on the road, and I had no idea what team was going to show up. You sure. Know, are we going to, you know, are we going to be sharp? Are we going to be... You know, I, are we going to be rusty? Are we in shape? Yeah. You know, just I had all those all those question marks. But I, I had that too, and we didn't practice because we got snowed out Friday, Saturday. Uh, we were able to practice a little bit on Monday. We, you know, administration was very accommodating in that way, and really, you know, greatly appreciate that. And we came out and scored seventy seven on Tuesday night. I'm like, well, maybe we should maybe we should <laughs> practice. I don't know. You yeah, know, there you go. so um, well, one thing I've learned over. 30-some-odd years of doing this, there is absolutely zero correlation to a good practice in a good game oh, or yes. a bad practice in a bad game. Or, a, bad, or, or a, good, a good shoot around in the morning and, and, and how you play. There's zero yeah. correlation to that. Yeah. So um, sometimes you're right. Sometimes that stuff's overrated. Kids yeah. come out with a clean mind and then yeah. want to play and they're enthusiastic and who knows. Yeah. You know, one of the things that I've, again, in my seasoned and experienced state – uh, that I've really thought more and more about, and I think I, I'm trying to do a, and I, I know I'm doing a much better job, and it, but it's a conscientious thing. Um, around this time of the year, I've worked really hard to fill up my kids' cups emotionally, uh, put in a lot of positive emotional deposits into their cups. The, the newness of the season is way in the rearview mirror. You can't even see it anymore, you know, um, and. You, now you're at the point where kids, mom or dad, whomever, boyfriends, girlfriends, might be upset with their role, their playing time. You, you know, Billy's getting more shots than you, Jimmy. You should be, you know, and all that other stuff that we know that anybody listening to this knows exactly what we're talking about. But but even then, just the the, the day in, day out, you know, we've played 15 games and we've had 36 practices something like that so we we've over 50 times we've gotten together in a formal fashion over the last two months that's a lot it's it, it's it's a lot and they're tired in my situation i'm in a small school i've got kids in band i've got kids on dance team i got kids i've got girls that get done with our game we get done with our stuff and we usually don't take very long in the locker room yeah but by the time the boys' game is tipped off, they've got their cheerleader uniform on, and they're out cheerleading. Yeah. That's just that's just being in a small school, you know. Mm-hmm. And so these kids are – oh, by the way, they go to school for a few hours a day every day as well, you know. So uh, they're – and so they're, they're stretched really thin. And so I've, I've really conscientiously uh, worked – really tried to work on ways that we can fill up their cups emotionally yeah. this time of year. And, you know – just the mental part of we've been we've been living on the ice planet Hoth here in Omaha for the last two two and a half weeks as well. You know that stuff that stuff right. plays into it as well. So uh, we're gonna we did some things on Friday. I had 
my assistant coaches, I had my assistant coaches, um, I had two of my assistant coaches run practice. And then myself and my other assistant coach, we met with every kid for a few minutes. And we had, we had a list of about eight questions that we just asked every single kid. You know, and the first thing we asked them was, how are you doing? You know, how's, how's everything? You know, how's your personal life? How's school going? Outside of basketball, how's this other stuff going here? Um, and then we went into, and then our second question was, are we still having fun? That was, those are literally our, our first two questions. And, and, and with a caveat, we told them all, hey, look, not every day is fun, but are you overall, are you having fun with this experience? Is this something that's been really, really positive if for I you? If I ask my guys those two questions, they think I've lost my mind. Well. <laughs> they, they would think I, the coach needs to go to the old folks home now. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's just kind of the school that we're at and the, and the boys versus girls thing. Well, so. the daughters have asked me for materials, you know. Yeah. Yeah, you know. Yeah, <laughs> it's uh, yeah, you know, mental health is obviously very important, and in our place, it's about behaviors. I mean, that's what we're trying to uh, do is not pass out grades. We're trying to change behaviors, yeah. change lives, uh, and a lot of it's through basketball, uh, at least for these twenty-five kids. And so, we're we're talking a lot more discipline. We're talking about things they're doing in the high school. Why are you in the office? Um, and you're talking, you know, are you happy? Or can you compete that way? We're, on our end of it, we're talking about can you compete because you have discipline to get through a school day without telling a teacher that you know what mm-hmm. and um, and not have to suspend you. Yeah. And um, so those are kind of where we're, I mean, that's what we deal with. Um, but again, trying to have fun doing it and when we're on the court, that is important. Um but yeah, we're at this point of the season. We we're talking about preparation. Our guys don't know how to prepare. Yeah, they're street ball players. They're guys that have come from inner cities. They don't. They just don't talk about those kinds of things. That they probably don't have a, a scouting report on paper. Or they're we watching film. I'll, I'll be real honest. With you. We yeah. don't have a scouting report. No. I mean, what what? I'm, yes, uh, we played Friday night. I put up there who the other team's best players were. There were three of them. The numbers, so we got to know what that. And they're going to play us man, and that's it. And then the rest of that stuff was about us. Uh-huh. And we won't really have a scouting report on the other team until districts. Uh-huh. Now, in district time, we do we do what everybody does. We yeah. have a very – by that time of the season, our kids are zoned in a little bit more to the other team and all that yeah. kind of stuff. But we are 100% right now in the middle of January focused on ourselves, Yeah, how we're doing things, what we're doing, that kind of stuff. I can yeah. care less about the other team. Yeah, yeah. Um, what's the one or two things that you see, you know, I, I think all three of us it, it, at various different levels um, have a chance to make some good noise here in the postseason. You know, and again, health, luck plays into that. But again, in this, in this fourth segment of the season, uh, what's the one or two things that, that uh, you feel like is going to be the, the, the key for, for your group here is, as you move forward. Um, yeah. well, for us, you know, staying staying healthy. Um, and like Tom was saying earlier about his team, um, we're, not, we're not real deep. I can, I'm, I'm really comfortable with six. Um, seven and eight each day is kind of a question mark. Um, so, and, and like Tom said, we, we know, we know we, we can't, we can't play the whole thing with, with six. Um, so 
continuing to, to find depth and build depth and and um, it, it's not that we don't have options we have some talented kids a lot of it is just they're they're really young and they're really small and the, the pure physicality of, of the game yeah. is something that they can't really compete with and that's not something that's going to change yeah. you know, from, from now to next week um, the whistles will slowly but surely get swallowed a little bit more yeah. as we go on and, here probably uh, so so some of that we're, we're going to have to we're going to have to to figure out um and uh again just trying to figure out ways to to get to get stops and and uh you know finding finding ways to get our our best kids shots and mm-hmm. and uh and staying together mentally and, and yeah. stuff so yeah yeah, yeah. we've uh We've been really fortunate, you know. We're we're pressing, mo- not not, a, and this is. I actually picked this up from Jerome Skirdla. Um, Jerome would press a lot, you know, uh, but he would also be willing to pull it back and just go half court for stretches. And for me, one of the things that I really struggled with as a younger coach was, well, we just got to press, and we just got to do it better. We got to, and now I'm a lot more inclined. Okay, it's not working. Let's get back into our half court, whatever we're doing that day. Um, but we've been able to press and, and create a lot of our offense from our defense. Yeah. Uh, tips, runouts, you know, yep. that type of thing. And, and our kids have done a great job with it. Uh, but I know we're going to have to execute in the half court, and, and we're going to have to work on that. We're, we're also heading into a situation. We're into our conference tournament. We have a, at least one rematch, you know, yeah. uh, t- you know, tomorrow when folks hear this today. Yeah. Um, We'll have, uh, a, a, you know, it, coming into district play, uh, we could see a team now three times in four weeks, uh, possibly. Um, we Another team we could see twice in a week, um, you know, just because of the way our, our schedule works and the way that the, the state assigned it, you know. Right. So uh, that mental edge, the, the attention to detail, uh, again, we, we've thrown so much at this young group and we've had to ask them to do so many things and and now let's just continue to evolve and continue to grow and and you know uh uh, people would say you know what you know kind of what happened in this game and you know and and again 20 years ago i'd have been like oh my gosh blah 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 it's just like no now it's okay we're just collecting some scars we're we're just collecting some scars that are going to make us better down the line here And, and and i think going through that those first 10 or 11 games where we played a lot of really, really good teams for our smaller school level, um, that has helped us grow. And, 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 and now it's time to really try to apply time to apply those scars and, and those lessons that we've learned, um, as the season has progressed. So, uh, that, and then, yeah, we got to rebound better, you know, and, and that's, a, and I've told the kids this a big part of that is on me. We have not done enough rebounding drills we we talk about hit and get we emphasize you know we're playing five on five hey make sure that we board me but i've got to do a better job of five to seven minutes a day we just got to do a rebounding drill every day and go get people and drive them out and and i think that's something that i've got to do a better job of as we go into this last Um, last segment uh, i did a radio interview last week i asked me about rebounding and we got talking about it and i recalled going to a michigan state practice probably 15 years ago now, um, Izzo started every drill rebounding. 
Every shooting drill was a rebounding drill. Every shell drill was a rebounding drill. Scrimmaging started where you had to, to box out and then you go. I mean, you talk about committed to doing that. That's and not just five, ten minutes a day. He did it every single drill had a rebounding component to it. Um, it is amazing. I mean, even a simple shooting drill had two guys underneath rebounding it to throwing it back out or boxing out to throwing it back out. We've all done three-man, two-ball. Well, those two guys are boxing each other out in that in those drills. But anyway, that, um, but back to uh, end of the season to what we're looking for for postseason. Again, we're just, A, trying to stay healthy because, we again, we're not deep. B, trying to trust each other a little more. I, B, trying to trust the players a little more that need to be trusted. Um, and then uh, just kind of hone in on defensively what we're going to do because we're an offensive program. We want to go score 70, 80 points. But when you get into the when you get into the postseason, you got to get stops and you got to get you got to be able to do those tough things and um, the mental toughness of running down balls and getting on the floor and um, those one or two possessions that could absolutely sink you in the postseason. Uh, it sunk us last year. Two possessions sunk us last year in a great game. Um, uh-huh. So that's kind of what we're kind of we're honing in on and working towards. Was that against Concordia? It was. Uh, uh, two, a, a, and maybe we could talk about this, but the, the, the two front ends we missed were the free throw shooting rules. Mm-hmm. And then uh, – and then we had two defensive stops we could not get. We stopped them most of the game. The game was in the 40s. We, we felt pretty good. and But critical times, their offense was better than our defense. And we went home when they didn't. Yeah. So. yeah. What, what do you think of the new free throw rule, the foul rule? How, how are you liking it? Um, I, I think I like it. Um, it I, have, I don't know if I can say it's had a direct effect on, on a game per se or give an example of a way it's changed a game I've, I've seen or coached in um, but I do I do kind of like the the fact that you know you're not you're not shooting free throws all night long uh-huh. you know I feel like there's maybe some more flow to the game and and uh, <coughs> but so overall you know I'm, I'm a fan I would I would vote for it again if I was asked um, but again, I think they were going to ask you. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it filled out a survey a while back or something. I don't yeah. Know. But, but uh, you've hit a couple ahead. of goods and a couple of bads. On the good side, you're right. You're, um, you're not just shooting free throws. Um, there's a chance to – you're a pressing team. You can get fouls in the first quarter, get out of your press, but you can come back to it in the yeah. second quarter. You can do those kinds of things. Um, I think we're seeing less kids foul out. I don't – that just seems maybe – in our games, I don't know. Um, the down, I think there's two downsides. Um, one, it was pointed out to me, and I hadn't even hadn't even occurred to my pea brain to think like this. You can foul 16 times without having to shoot free throws. Correct. Team. Yep, I've thought about that. So you can just hammer people, you know, until to a certain point um, in the third quarter and fourth quarter, and then never get penalized for that, yeah. right? Um, and I think the second thing, and maybe this is changing a little bit. I saw in our games, officials would would really blow a, a quick whistle in the first quarter. Teams are shooting, and then you got to damn near murder somebody 
in the second quarter because they don't want to blow their whistle. They, they feel like they're they're blowing their whistle too much. Yeah. And so I think that's smoothed out a little bit here uh-huh. as the season's gone on. I haven't seen so many first quarter we're shooting and that you know it's kind of smoothed out throughout the game where it's been more consistent. Um, but I think those two things are things to think about. Oh, last one. I'll give you another one. Um, and this is probably the most concerning. I think the one and one at the end of games is a big part of basketball. Yeah. And that's kind of gone away. Yeah. And I wish there was a way to implement that piece in the last four minutes where you're just not at such a disadvantage trying to come back. Yeah. And um, and so once you get a lead in the, that quarter, you're going to shoot two free. I mean. The other side of that argument is if you've worked hard for 28 minutes to get that lead, shouldn't you be rewarded and make it easier it, it for is. you it's, to win? Your, I mean, I, I get, I get what you're saying. It's, it's kind of where you personally see uh, one-on-ones fitting into a basketball game. Sure. Is that a big piece? Is it a little piece? Is it, to your point, is should you be rewarded more for playing great basketball for three and a half quarters? Or, and, or, or should you have to be able to go to the line to make those? Yeah. I mean, it's probably a little bit of both. Probably both of those things. Well, the one-on-one adds the drama it does. to it. The fans know. certainly like it better. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we've <laughs> we've had we've had some games this year where we've we've just fouled way too much, and it hasn't been a it hasn't like and, and again we're really aggressive. We're and and we're we're young, and so it's like you know we want to be aggressive, but we can't be that aggressive, yeah. you know, type of a thing. And so we've we've had uh, we've still had games this year, and, and the one on one would affect that where. You know, instead of them shooting 28 free throws, they maybe would shoot 22 free yeah. throws or something. But that's the rules. We've, we've got to do it better. You know, I've also told our kids, because sometimes they'll get, well, wasn't a foul, wasn't this, this. Hey, look, kind of a lot of the stuff we do, a lot of risk and reward. And our games, and I got this from my dad. My dad used to officiate for 10, 15 years, uh, junior high, lower level high school freshman JV did, did a few varsity games, but uh, but he would say those those are really hard games for the officials to officiate. You're going to miss a lot more calls, either calling it or not calling it, when you're pressing, scrambling, creating chaos, those type of things, yeah. than you will in a quote unquote normal game. And I've had to remind our kids a couple of times this year. Hey, look, we're our games are really hard for the officials to officiate. It's just the way it is. It's just the nature of they're going to be out of position because we're going and we're we're doing all this this stuff here. And so you have to keep that in mind. Don't get so frustrated when we get called for a foul. Don't get frustrated if you if you feel like you got fouled and they didn't call it. It's it's just the the nature of the way we play. You've got to take the good with the bad. Yeah. Now, Marty, at your smaller school, do you have do you have three officials or two? Yeah, three. You two have three. Yeah. 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 And, and our officials have done a really good job this year. Um, one of my and and, and and I really for me from from my lens as our head coach I really haven't had much of a problem with some of the fouls that have been called or most of the stuff that's been called on us this year really don't have an issue with I we've had a couple of games where I feel like hey, you know we're getting bodied to going to the basket you, you called that down there that's fine call it on us but my kids are getting hit going to the rim as well protect my shooters yeah. You know, and again, I haven't had to pull out the goodness gracious sakes alive line, so I haven't uh, gotten in trouble with that. We it, 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 we have a six eight kid that may or may not be heading to Division One. We have another six five football kid that's 
and we have another six, two six five football games. We're playing through the post, and it just amazes me again. I haven't had a good post player for a couple of years. How much, like, you'll get a guard bumped, and it's a foul, but these guys in the post, it's a you got to commit a felony <laughs> to get a call. And, and there's zero freedom of movement in the in the post. You can body, you can get up into people's bubble. You can bump them three and four times, which you put that on the perimeter. You, you do that in the perimeter, and, there, and yeah. there's going to be a whistle in ten seconds. Yeah. Um, it's driving whistle me. It's, three seconds. It's driving me insane because you you, you know you're guarding my point guard one way. You put two. You put you take your hand off. You put your hand back on. That's a foul. My post guy, your hand checking him for, in with an arm bar. Three or four different times, yeah. and there's just no, there's just it's it's the hardest thing for high school coaches or high school referees to officiate is a really good back to the basket post player, especially driving especially me, when you don't see it very much. It's going to drive me to therapy. I mean, I'm just <laughs> I don't even know what to say about. It. Like you, you know, with with Michael having his job the last few years down in Nebraska, and we got really really good seats, and so you're way down there, and I would just be amazed. Oh. Of what was and what was not a foul in the post area. Like you could take a guy and you do the old Mark Jackson or Adrian Danley, yeah. boom, 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 and it's just, just, just smacking each other, smacking Back each other, and, and all of a sudden, on the fifth time that they do it, the guy all of a sudden falls down, and now it's a charge. It's like, what about the first four times where the offensive player initiated contact, yeah, or the first four times that the defensive player initiated contact? I mean, it's just, I get it. It's it's a hard job. I I understand, but yeah. I, I I just could. I just I, I struggle with that as well. I, I understand that. I wish they'd all. You know, you know, football referees are really good at being patient. Letting things develop, seeing if there's an advantage or a disadvantage, and then and then deciding to throw the. I wish basketball co- uh, referees would do that a little more often. You know, don't react to, see if there's an advantage, see if there's a disadvantage, let the play play out a little bit. Um, but again, they they're going to let it play out in the post. They're not going to let it play out on the perimeter. That's yeah. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, anything else, guys? I don't think so. Thanks for having us. Thank no, you very no, much. No, no, thank great. you guys. Thank you guys. Um, both of you have been out of 500, I think, between the two of you, you've been on about 450 of them, you know. Uh, so <laughs> People need new blood. <laughs> We're becoming old coaches, crew. Yeah. Seasoned and experienced. Oh, That's the go. verbiage we use <laughs> on a pen and a napkin. Seasoned and experienced. All right. But, uh, no, I... Uh, you want I, my... Uh, you want my... Uh, Wine uh, bar joke of the week. Yeah, it's, it's the wine one twenty one bar joke how, of the week. How does it, how does a duck eat a piece of cheese? I don't know. On quackers. <laughs> I'm here all week, folks. Oh jeez. <laughs> Kruger's choke it up over here. Uh, with a couple little, people, I think a couple people lady. are vi- physically. Physically ill, a couple We're, tables away. Not here. all basketball and pinning a napkin here, Mark. Branching <laughs> out. <laughs> you know, uh, oh, no, I, I, I can't thank you guys enough for your friendship. Uh, you know, I, uh, my, the, the phone starts buzzing sometimes, and my wife likes, and and, I, and I've tried to put this on our group text. I call it the committee. You know. <laughs> And I'm like, it's it's the committee. 
you know, and she just kind of rolls her eyes, and she she knows. She has said on more than one occasion, does Crable not have anything to do? <laughs> i got plenty to do. <laughs> Chasing down guys in England now, and uh, play, my player's in England. He's scoring a million points in, uh, for uh, Teddy, scoring a million points for Lee Caster, Lee Chester, I can't say the name of it, but he's doing well. So he's doing well, happy uh-huh. and healthy. Well, good, good for him. Yep. Good for him. Uh, but no, uh, I mean, I, I get like I said, I didn't realize till about five minutes that we started that this is. I knew it was close to five hundred, and then, you know, I lose. It's it's this is this is hard to do during the season. I mean, it just is. I gotta I gotta take care of my team and my program first. This afternoon, I'm going to two youth games and gotta get ready for tomorrow and finally, you know. But uh, so I didn't realize. I I knew uh, a month ago it was getting close to five hundred, but th- this is five hundred, and uh, I couldn't think of two better friends to to do this with. Um, uh, you know, again, we won't mention the third guy that should have been here, uh, but you know, it's it's just been great. Uh, Casey, Blake, Siski, you know, er, you know, uh, Jr. Just just everybody within that group. Markley, uh, you know, and and just everybody that's contributed. Uh, Five hundred episodes. When, when I started this four and a half years ago, it was is it three or three and a half years, whatever, however many it's been. Um, you know. I just wanted to provide something for coaches that I didn't, and maybe I've always said, maybe I'm an idiot and I just couldn't find it, but it was just all about stuff that I wanted, that I felt like I wanted or needed help as a, as a high school coach, and that was the, the big reason for starting it, and uh, so I want to thank everybody that's ever participated. Uh, I've gotten a chance to talk to people that I never dreamed that I would have a chance to talk to yeah. through this. I mean, it's it's been unbelievable. So Kruger, uh, you and I have been on the same show that Bob Hurley Sr. has been on. That's right. Now, how about that on yeah, our resume? Roy Williams, I know. Like, <laughs> Roy Williams. You've done a great job, Marty. It's been, it's been fun to watch Have you had grow. Coach K on? Um, have you reached out? So, long story short, I do have somebody in my world that knows K, okay. and I did float that out there. And he shot it. He said, "Kay doesn't go on anybody else's stuff." Okay. Well, good, so, good effort. Good try. Yeah. So, you know, he would have. You know, he, he just said, "I'm not even going to bother asking because I, I've asked him before for somebody else." And, it, it, you know, so, uh, so, uh, yeah. I mean, just we've had, and and I think what's been really cool about it is, you hear from a Bob Hurley. You hear from Roy Williams, but then the next week you hear from somebody who's coaching at a one A school in in right. Iowa or Minnesota right. or no, it's you been know, awesome. you know, done a great job, phenomenal uh, job. Yeah. Uh, so Good thank you guys, yep. I appreciate you and and Tom for giving me that compliment. I'll allow you to buy breakfast this morning. Yep. So <laughs> yeah, so. Uh, pen and a napkin's uh, a little tight on the uh, budget. So. <laughs> <laughs> Boys Town's picking up the. Uh, but but he's got the gear on today. Yeah, we, I got the last. T- I got the last one. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's looking good though. We're we're, we're both sporting. Uh, Kruger, I, I gotta I gotta do a reorder here. I gotta do a reorder yeah. of merchandise, but uh, that's that's for that. that's for the spring. Uh, I'll catch up on all that other stuff. So, well, we've been at La Peep and Olivia. Right, Olivia has been our waitress this morning. She's done a fan- fabulous job, and we are going to wrap everything up here. Thank you for having us here this morning, and uh, coaches. Hope you've enjoyed. I think this is 208, but overall number 500. And uh, good luck the rest of the way. Like I said, we're in this last this last segment for a lot of us here. So so keep grinding away at it, coaches. As always, let's be sure to hone our craft one day at a time. <laughs>